We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No, we're not knocking on the door. We're busting in. So good, we're playing twice. Is that what we're doing? Love it. Well, there's been a lot of demand. Gotta win, gotta this is Missouri. I, here, here's a good one from the 816. It's Whoa. BS. As a Mizzou fan, I'm pissed. This is something they should do for the fans. It would be huge. I agree with you there. This would have been great to, to kind of revive college sports in Kansas City, which has been dormant for a while since, I don't know, the Royals and Mahomes took over. This would have really yeah, would, yes. would have been great. Would have been great. Carrington Harrison of The Drive joins us here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, CDOT, we're sorry we thought you had a TV appearance today. Uh, so we were trying to catch you before that. But once we found out you didn't have a TV appearance today, we needed to get your thoughts. Brett McMurphy, Action Network, says that Liberty Bowl, Kansas, Missouri could have happened, but Missouri said no. Your thoughts? I have been hearing this kind of all week. What I heard was Missouri prioritized two things in their bowl game. They wanted to play their bowl game before Christmas. The Liberty Bowl is after Christmas. And the date that the Liberty Bowl is, is actually Missouri's home game against Kentucky in basketball. So Missouri didn't want to play a major bowl game against Kansas because I think we all know that no one would have been at the basketball game against Kentucky if they had been playing Kansas because a lot of people would have been in Memphis to watch them pound the Jayhawks this year. So I'm disappointed just like you guys. Sounds I like a lot of football to be more interesting. Yeah. I want the local rivalries to be more interesting. I'm disappointed too. I'm just telling you what I heard from the Missouri side. Sure, sure. I, I get it. And I appreciate all that information. Sounds like weak ass excuses to me. Oh, I don't, I, I don't disagree with you. Now, I actually think from the administration point, the basketball point to me actually makes a lot of sense. Like, Is Mizzou any good at basketball? They're undefeated. Is Kansas undefeated? I don't is K-State undefeated? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's November, December, bro. I got no idea. Call yeah, me on March know 15th. The, that's the strength the schedule is, but whatever. Go for it. Sure. No, I, I mean, you're, you're talking to me about you're talking to me about opinions when it comes to strength of schedule. I'm talking cold, cold hard facts. Missouri <laughs> has not lost this season in basketball. I've seen Kansas lose in basketball. I've seen Kansas State lose in basketball. I've seen Duke lose in basketball. I have not seen Missouri do any of those things. So, yes, they are good in basketball until proven otherwise. So, like a a basketball program with a new coach playing Kentucky – Trump's That's, bowl game in football where you I thought football I, ruled everything. Yeah, I thought it's, it's the SEC. It's are you football. guys are you guys like telling me you're really just like a fringe SEC team then that you're valuing basketball over football? Well, I think what they're valuing is I mean, Missouri probably has two big home games this year in basketball. One of them is next Saturday against I can't remember what team they're playing next Saturday. Some team that's lost already. And then Ooh. they have a major game against Kentucky. So I think they're just prioritizing that they didn't want the game against Kentucky to be completely empty because it would have been completely empty if they had played Kansas that same day. Who do they play next Saturday? 
I don't know. They play some team that's already lost. Some team I, I can't. I can't remember. You know, it's, you it's early schedule in the up, morning. Josh? I can. I can look. I don't okay, know. Yeah, let me know who it is. It's not Illinois, right? That's not that. That's not yet, right? No, not 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 this early. No, they, they do not play Illinois. They do play Illinois this month. But they do not, not play Illinois not next that, Saturday. Not that early. Okay. So, what's the real reason why they don't want to play Kansas? They don't want to get beat. That's what it is, right? Like they're scared of getting beat and yeah. what that may December, be. December. December tenth is Kansas. No, I mean I, I definitely don't think that they're afraid of losing to a team that has lost six of their last seven games. I mean yeah. Kansas was a nice story. Don't get it, me wrong. No, it was a great bro. story. I made money on it, man. It was a brilliant story. But it's I'm a talking story that I, I made money yeah, on. I, hey, betting uh, is legal on the FanDuel app. See dot high I'm five. We made some money on KU this year. But but in, in all seriousness, this would have been great to restart this rivalry that's been dormant for the last twelve years. College sports is dormant in this town. I hardly follow it anymore. And I, it doesn't really register for me because of what's gone on with the Chiefs and what's you know since 2015 on, college sports has just been there in the background for me. And you had an opportunity to get fans excited. I think Mizzou fans are ticked. I think can't like this may be Although, the first time ever way, Mizzou and Kansas fans are are, are agreeing on in, something. In a way, this does fuel it though. <laughs> Maybe it does. Yeah, but it if you were to have that game, it fans the flames. If you. Uh, you know, step in it and say no. Right. Right. See that? I mean, there's, there's that, that aspect of it too. That keeps it, keeps it alive. You don't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I also wonder how important it was for Missouri to do this, knowing that they're going to play Kansas in a couple of years anyway. Like they already have a football game scheduled against Kansas here coming up. Like, Are those games scheduled for campus? Renewed. Are those games on going to be on campus? It, it is going to be on campus. Okay, good, yeah, good, Bob, good, good, Bob, good, 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 good. There's been a lot of cool college sports developments that have happened since Patrick Mahomes got here. Really? Kansas won the national championship in basketball. K-State could win the Big 12 in football wow. yesterday. Cool things are happening in college athletics simultaneously while the Chiefs are good. I know it's crazy. It's to think, hard to get past Patrick Mahomes. Things are happening. Yeah, it's hard to get past Mahomes. But, and I say uh, I'm glad it's on campus because, I, quite honestly, neither program is ready to play this game back at Arrowhead. No, not close. No, I this 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 is a this is a local on campus rivalry, and I think now, I mean, not that I think either one of these teams are worried about the playoffs, but I think what we're going to get with the expansion of playoffs is just more of these kind of games. Like now that you can lose five games and still go to the college football playoffs, you are now incentivized to play games that your fan base is really excited about. You're now incentivized to play more major college football games, which is what all of us really want. Yeah, we do. We want bigger games. We want bigger events. And 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 this would have been fun, man. Everybody would have loved this game. It would have been like a month of trash talking back and forth because football is just better than basketball, man. Like, okay, great. You're going to play in basketball. Let me, you play in football in a bowl game? Let's go. I mean, Bob, I, I, I mean, I, I would say you and I are the same when it comes to this. I have zero interest in watching Missouri play East Carolina in the Gasparilla Bowl. Like, no, yeah, no, I have no. absolutely no interest. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have zero care. interest in watching Kansas play Western Carolina in the Polian Weed Eater Bowl. But I, I understand for Kansas. I, mean, I, I, I wanted them two to play. Kansas is going to play Arkansas in a bowl game. That's cool. You know, like, let's at least acknowledge where Kansas was. I mean, yep. three, four months ago, Kansas would have been happy to win three football games. That would have been a that would that would have been a banner year. They won three or four games. They got to six, and they're going to host a bowl game or play a bowl game against the SEC opponent that they can beat. That's that that's good. That's Huge. progress. That, that 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 is a really really great season. It really is. All right, my man. I'm glad we're all on the same page C-Dot, with this get one. Get your team past Semo on Sunday so they can get that big game. Uh, 
on that that following Saturday. All right. Osimo yeah, this man. week. You know, we're, we're, you know what we're going to do? We're going to continue to run through teams in Kansas. We've already beat Wichita State, and next Saturday we're, we plan on beating the defending national champion Kansas Jayhawks at the Page Center. How did that football game go against <laughs> Kansas State this year for Mizzou? It was actually one of the least fun experiences I've ever had watching football. Uh, it was, I actually went to the game. It was cold. It was rainy. Yeah. Missouri was getting thumped. When did you leave? left that game like middle second quarter. It was one of the worst times I've ever had doing anything. Yeah, th- those are awful. Your team's getting t- get beat. It's raining, and it's the second quarter. You're like, peace out, bro. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Aggieville. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I went to Aggieville with like seven minutes left uh, in the first half. Like, absolutely not. Let's go get something to drink. Yeah, let's go hang out and, and, and peace out of this place. All right, we'll look ahead to 20, September, September 6th of 2025 to get this game Can't instead. Wait. All right? Can't wait. <laughs> Thanks, see you, guys. see you, buddy. Odds that both Lance Leipold and Eli Drinkwitz are with their respective universities. Oh, Lance then. Leipold signed a contract since 2029. What are we talking about? Got to get a shovel, though, first. What are we talking about? I'm saying both, either of them are there. So uh, the series, as it stands right now, is still dormant. September 6th of 2025 will be the first time they meet. Missouri hosting that. Mm-hmm. Kansas will host September 12th of 2026. And they'll play again in 31 and 32. Because <laughs> that's how we do football contracts now. Excuse me? Yes, that's right. 25, 26, 31, and 32. Oh, good. Mark it down from your calendar, everyone. That's Send yourself a reminder for September 6th of 2031. <laughs> Where's that going to be played? Uh, that one would be, let's see, that's the odd. So that would be at Mizzou. At Mizzou. Okay. And then September 11th, 2032 uh-huh. will be in Lawrence. So 10 years from now, they'll be playing in Lawrence. Well, after yeah. they'll play twice in the next and then 10 have years. like a decade off. <laughs> we play it twice in the next 10 years. What more do you want? Oh God. That's a lot look, for this look, series. Here's the deal. Just schedule this game every year in your non-conference bowl schools. You want to generate interest. That'll generate. Well, interest. And see that pointed out when they expand the playoff, there's not as you'll see a loosening of everybody's schedules a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully thinking I don't have to be perfect and still be able to get in. Maybe you get a chance. Although I, I, I doubt it because it's, Again, that that's a sport. That's from a sport perspective, Bob. Yeah. Well, see, and, and that, that's not but, a business, but that's a sport perspective. I was, I was talking to somebody who's pretty high up in sports yesterday, and I was having a conversation and we got to the point of sports is entertainment. And, and this person told me, he said, look, what we do is entertainment. And it was refreshing to hear because I think a lot of people in sports forget that you are entertainment at the end of the day. You're no different than a movie, than a concert, than a Broadway show, than whatever it is that you do for entertainment. Sports is in those categories as well. And when you're in sports and you don't understand that you're a form of entertainment, you're doing it wrong because you are a form well, of entertainment. Yeah, At the end of the you day, have to consider you're a that form more. of entertainment. You have to consider that much, much more, and a lot of these sports much, much more than you ever had to. Yeah. Because you just put on your event and you you – thought people were going to show up and if you're in sports and you've learned over the last several years that that ain't the case right if you're in sports okay and you don't believe that you're a form of entertainment if you think oh we're sports we're baseball we're basketball we're football no 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 you're not going to be long for the world because people want to be entertained the entertainment dollar is is shrinking 
with inflation and gas, and well, gas is coming back down. I don't want to use that as an excuse, but you know, the, the entertainment dollar is what it is. You got two hundred dollars a month that your family has for entertainment expenses. That includes professional college sports, movies, theater, all that stuff, concerts. I don't owe it to any of you to go to it. Make me want to come. Make me want to come. Yeah, and yeah. if it's not entertaining, people aren't going to come. Coaches, especially general managers, they need to pull their heads out and understand we're out here putting on a show for the people. And if it's not a fun show and it's not a good show, nobody's going to come and I'm not going to have a job because nobody's going to be paying the bills. Uh, looking forward to our roundtable today. It's been a while since we caught up with uh, former chief Mark Collins. He's going to join us in studio. And uh, Jay Bankley of the Arrowhead Pride uh, postgame show, part of our roundtable brought to you by Kansas Lottery next. Listening to the home of what we learned with Billy Coons. Legend Bob, he's an expert on the city of St. Louis, but he says the people are rude and hateful and they suck. Fridays at 9.50 on Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome. We, we have been expecting you. Please, Don Fesco and Don Klingler insist that you have a seat. It's the nine o'clock hour on a Friday. I have an offer. You can't refuse. We need to discuss some family business around the NFL and much, much more. Welcome to the round table on Fesco in the morning. 
you, Don. It is the roundtable brought to you by Kansas Lottery. Jay Bankley from the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. I believe he's sitting in today with uh, Cody and Gold as well. Uh, Skinny Bankley joins us in studio. And former chief, also two-time Super Bowl champion, Mark Collins in studio with us. We haven't seen Mark for a while. It's been ages. It's been his. Hey, wait, wait, real quick. Now, now, Bob. Yes, sir. I, I, I read somewhere. Mm-hmm. That reason why maybe I, I misread. I don't know. Are you? Did you? Are you a a, a pastor? Or I am. You, I, I am. I am ordained now. Do you need me to marry you? No. Well, no. Oh. No. I'm. I'm fine. Thank okay. you very much. But yeah. maybe we should change the name of this table. Maybe it's the Last Supper <laughs> table. Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what do we call you now, the Reverend? Well, okay. Well, because well, okay. I get emails from the church all the time, and it says, "Dear I, Reverend Robert Joseph Fesco." I just <laughs> wanted to clarify this, so it is true. So sometimes you can you can really. Uh, uh, take to heart what you read on on uh, internet. Yeah, right? yeah. Sometimes yeah. internet's right. I yeah. thought yeah. it was a joke at first. No. congratulations. Thank so you got very a, much. He's got a diploma. Or I don't know what is it. What I is got it a called? card. I uh, think there's yeah. some kind of I got official a parking document. Pass. I got clergy parking too. So Ooh, if I show man, up to something. You know what? That, you're, still, you're big time now. Yeah. yeah so I we'll am. call this. You, now you're the minister of the microphone. How's that? Is I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a trademark that. All right. There you go. I like that. No, that's really good. No, I got it because we were doing a show at Rally House about two months ago, and this couple wanted to get married on the show. And I thought, oh, I, people have been telling me to get my my reverend degree for a while now, and so I went people out and I, I got it. Me. Nice, you know, thirty five dollars. Yeah. Fill out a couple of you put your birthday in, and you're in, <laughs> and you're ready to go. So by the power vested in me by the state of Kansas, I now pronounce everybody, yeah. Yeah. you know, whatever Available. they want to be right. Available yeah. for so, uh, for okay. hire. If you're having a wedding and you want me to do the ceremony, I am more than welcome to do it. I've got forms and everything I can fill Call out. Bob. Yeah, that's what right. about Bob? <laughs> forms. <laughs> they sent me yeah. my my first couple of w- wedding forms were complimentary if i need more i have to order them oh and you goodness. know so got a couple of complimentary wet, <laughs> w- wedding forms so you've got now do you here. provide counseling as well i could yeah okay just mm-hmm. just want to make sure i, I, <laughs> I need no. to know what your premarital no, counseling looks like do all those meetings he's skipping all those meetings he's just showing up for the ceremony you gotta do all that other stuff come on nobody wants nobody no, no. wants to go well, to those anyway there are fees involved the more you pay the more yeah. involved i'll be oh, my. <laughs> see that's what i'm getting at you for guys get more bucks, money. you'll do the yeah. pre- you'll do the pregame too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll come to the rehearsal dinner on yeah, friday yeah. night you know there's a whole nice package well congratulations that's one thank you tammy from the Weston said that she was glad that i got ordained because they've got that pop-up bar skies and a lot of people are maybe wanting to get married up there so she's going to suggest that they use me to do that so you, you you're almost like an ambulance chaser right you can just, yeah. you can just hang out down there remember those strip club guys in vegas that are like passing out the cards when you walk down the strip I do, I do right i not know what you're talking yeah, about uh-huh. Never seen that. <laughs> that's what i'll be outside the west and here you go i had to take my car get married never heard that uh guys i know when the schedule came out we saw at cincinnati mm. but Bank, I didn't. I don't know that we saw at Cincinnati. This is suddenly taking on a, a massive life. This is awesome. No, it really is. And I think if this would have been the first game of the season, it still would have been just as big, if, if not bigger than what this game is now, because it's that fresh taste after losing to them in the AFC title game or the third game. I just think the Kansas City fans look for that next challenge in the AFC, and it's Cincinnati beating the Chiefs twice. They were mad about the officiating in the first one. Uh, stole the Super Bowl. People were probably making Super Bowl plans <laughs> at halftime of that Bengals AFC title game, um, which K-State fans learned about that against Texas A&M uh, way back in the day, Bob, for mm-hmm. us older people that remember oh, yeah. that game. But, uh, no, I, I think Cincinnati and Joe Burrow being 2-0 and against Mahomes, this team thrives with the chip on their shoulder, and I think the fans in this town do too. Oh, God, yes. I think the fans mm-hmm. in this town and the team, they, they carry that with them, and that bothers them. Buffalo didn't matter. 
because the Chiefs beat in the playoffs the last two times they played. So that game doesn't matter. This the division doesn't matter either. I mean, division should be a rival, but it's not the way anymore. It's Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It's the Bengals. It's the Ravens of the world. But uh, the Bengals, if the Chiefs would have beat them twice last year, it had been ho-hum. Okay, another game. But because the Bengals won, it changed. I like that they're, they are they become kind of villainous, too. I like I like because they got, they got a little persona about them. I think they're willing to be the, willing the, to be the, the heel. They're yeah. willing to be the, the villain in this a bit, which is fun. Well, I, I think, you know, Cincinnati, as, as good as the organization they are, I don't think they're the juggernaut that everybody says they are. Now, this game coming up this week, I think it's more has a significant, uh, very significant, because uh, Buffalo won last night. Yep. You know, so you can't, you know, lose this game, can't lose this game, and fall in a tie with Buffalo because that would mean they have the advantage mm-hmm. for the home for the advantage. But, you know, Cincinnati's a great team, and they're getting healthy at the right time, you know, and so are, so are the Chiefs, no doubt about it. But it's going to be a great game, and um, I look forward to the challenge. I'm sure – that Thank you, Andy. And and the uh, I think I, I really do. I, I think the Chiefs are have something to prove. I, I think so I too. All right. Yeah, so, and how much does that factor yeah, in as a player? Yeah, how much yeah. does revenge factor in? Well, the way the, the way I, I think, and being a former player, the way I see it, and I'm putting myself in their shoes, mm-hmm. we have something to prove because the way we lost the Bengals, the Bengals. I'm saying to my just speaking outwardly, the Bengals didn't beat us; we beat ourselves. Yeah, we try to get you cute. We didn't take the points at the end. We try to do trick plays inside the three, four-yard line. So technically, we beat ourselves. Let's go out there. Let's put it together. That's what we have to do. I think, in my own opinion, that the team is better this year than last year. Agree. Totally. I agree, too. So, um, and I think the, from what I've been hearing, uh, that the guys are relaxed and they're ready for the challenge. Do you look at the defensive backfield that the Chiefs have this year in a in a different way than like last year? Like last year had names, Tyron Matthew and everything like that. This year it's got players. Yeah, yeah. I know glad you you brought that up. And from a defensive back perspective, you got some young guys back there who don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't care who's who they're playing against. Their job is to stop the guy in front of them and play within the confines of the defense. And for the most part, they've been holding up. I mean, they've been doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the young corners and, this, and the, the, young, the young safety with there's some little age and, and at the safety and experience, but they've been holding up pretty well. And what makes that happen and what makes that work is that pass rush. If you got a good pass rush, it makes everything happen uh, on the, the positive on the back end. No doubt. And that's why I think for, like, Chris Jones, I think on Monday we're going to be talking about him, guys, in conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Like, I feel like this is a game for him because of how bad it was mm-hmm. in that playoff game where he couldn't get a sack of Joe Burrow. I think he goes crazy this weekend. Well, he's going to have to. They're going to have to get pressure from up front because Spags will take it easy. With Jamar Chase coming back, as far as blitzing from the secondary, like the nickel corner blitz that you see with Snead, because you know, once too many guys Williams, on an island. Well, when Mike Williams left the Chargers game, the Chiefs played defensive uh, different differently. They got those five sacks after mm-hmm. he goes out of the game because they're like, okay, we can, we can, we don't have to we can pin our ears back and go after the quarterback down, Justin Herbert. And with Jamar Chase, we'll see if he's effective with that hip injury or not. I mean, he's coming back and playing this game. Yeah, he had to bow out of the game last week and didn't play. We'll see what he does, but with full receivers in there, will they be able to still blitz from the secondary? Will they still feel comfortable taking a guy, you know, out from that defensive backfield to blitz the quarterback? Because that's something the Chiefs do is manufacture blitz from all over the place. But if they don't, it's going to be on guys like Chris Jones and that defensive line and Frank Clark and company to get to the quarterback frankly, if you're not like, going to give I like secondary that, blitzes. That it happens that way. Yeah. <laughs> like if it happens that way, you're in business. I, I would if I were playing and I was if I was Spags, I would play a lot of uh Press coverage against Chase, 
with his own behind, like a, on a two-man trail or something like that. I want to make him work to get off the line. I want to see if he's healthy. And then, you know, he missed four or five, what, six games? Mm-hmm. His timing is way off. And if you can make him work off the line of scrimmage, make him push off and maybe hurt him. We had, we well, would you still blitz still from the secondary, Mark? <laughs> would I? Yes. Maybe hurt him again? So you would still mix in the blitz? I would mix it in. I, I would. You got to time it perfectly, of course. You got to pick and choose. I won't go blitz happy like he usually does. Yeah. But I would I would test it out and see what, if it hold up. Remember, that offensive line is still that offensive line. They're not that great. They're hey, not. Fit the right. NFL and giving him sacks. Yeah, I mean. yeah. He's still getting hit. Yeah. But I, I, w- I would mix it in quite a bit. Did you have like a revenge game like this that you can really remember? Uh, yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, we lost to the Rams uh, when I got beat for a touchdown in the 1990. Um, I broke my ankle with five plays. That's the game before. why I hate the Rams. Yeah, because Flipper Anderson. But, but you do that, and yeah. sometimes those games they motivate you to the next season, and that hurt us from going, which we felt in 1989 we had a chance to win another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't. That whole off season, my mindset was get healed, come back bigger and stronger, and I, I targeted that game. I think we played the Rams that year, 1990. I think week six, and I circled it, and I was healthy. We come out to Los Angeles. We beat the Rams, we blew them out, and we go on to win the Super Bowl. But yeah, those those kind of games motivate not just individuals, but the whole organization and the team. So you still played that way? Do I? With the leg hurt, you still played? A couple yeah, you, I, I shouldn't have, but I tried. Wow. And and I I fractured it pretty good. I, and I don't you know. You still played though? That's just... Yeah, yeah. And I I I, I yeah. These guys today won't do that. Well, no. nowadays, if, 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 if the, the, the interview report comes out like this, you'll say, Derek Thomas, you know, fractured ankle, probable, Neil Smith, <laughs> <laughs> fractured vertebrae, game Likely, day decision. Right. Yeah. And will say, current player, feelings, out. <laughs> you know, what the hell is that? <laughs> It's amazing, but, you know. <laughs> Mark Collins in studio joining us along with uh, Jay Binkley. More of our uh, Kansas Lottery Roundtable continues next. Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Break's over. And now that that's taken care of and you've shown your appreciation, let's conclude the family business. Now. Let's get back in to the round table. It is the round table brought to you by Kansas Lottery here on 610 Sports Radio. Jay Binkley from the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. He'll be on with coverage following Chiefs and Bengals. Uh, 325 the kickoff on 106.5 The Wolf. Pre-game coverage gets underway at noon on both The Wolf and 610 Sports Radio. And then bank after the game right here on 610 Sports Radio. Mark Collins, Chiefs ambassador, two-time Super Bowl champ and not a fan of Weak injury reports uh, is in with us on the round table as well. <laughs> I like that. No, if I, I mean, think about it. You, now, see, you did it. You got me I'm going. Sorry, now. I did. I did. I poked. I poked. Well, I mean, I, I played with a, a fractured rib and broken ankle and stuff like that. Concussed many times that I didn't know about, but uh, you know, there was now, no blue tint. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now you know the players. It's, it's, it's a different. It's a different deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different deal. I, I, was I stupid for doing that? Probably. You know, looking back on it, but you know that's what that's what the league was all about back then. You know. 
and the money was a lot different back then too. There's a lot more to protect yeah, these days. You yeah, know, thirty money, million dollars a year. Yeah, you know, yeah, the the money and 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 you know the 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 money that the owners get as well. Yeah, you know, they got to protect their investment, which are the players and guaranteed TV money and all this other stuff. But anyway, but I digress. Yeah, the players the players now are totally totally different. Now, Justin Reed talked a little smack this week about covering guys and not knowing names. And and I've seen a lot from our listeners on the text line saying, oh, that's just what we need, more fuel for the fire. Does that really fuel the fire of the opponent? It does? Absolutely. Okay. So (laughs) take us through when Justin Reed talks smack, what's going on in Cincinnati? that, That becomes bulletin board material. And even though teams are are even, and I'll tell you, I I hate telling stories when I've been there, but sometimes it helps. Uh, When a a player says something, when teams are even, uh, equally, you know, in your case, yoked to Mm -hmm. a point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That little edge like that can tip the the balance. And sometimes it comes, it it could be from, it depends on the player as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, If uh, Frank Clark says something like that, some Players from Cincinnati, well, uh, okay, it's Frank. He's, he's established. But if it's a Reed, they might say, oh, he hasn't done much in the league, and he came from Texas last year, so what does he know? He right. never knows. But sometimes there's a player who may just may use that as ammo, and that may tip the scale. We played the San Francisco 49ers in 1986 uh, in the NFC, our first NFC game, and Joe Montana said something about our defense that year, and he comes to the Meadowlands, and Jim Burke knocked him out. <laughs> knocks him out. And we put a dollar sign on our on our board, on our bulletin board, and in the circle with uh, George Washington that we put Joe Montana's picture there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was there the whole week in our defensive meeting room. And that that was our focus. And that happened. So yes, that does can can trigger some some feelings. Yeah. So so people will go after Justin Reed and, and yeah, whatnot. They, they but does it make, like, like so now he he said that they react. Now does he take his game to the next level, well, he, too? Well, He's got to back it up. Usually, when you when you talk that way, you better have a game to back it up. You know, they always say, don't don't let your mouth mother check that your body can't cash. Right. You better bring your ass, because if you don't, <laughs> they'll come get you. And if you, if you don't back it up, not only your teammates – which I'm pretty sure his teammates will back him up because I know this team very well. The fans will back him up too. Yeah. You know, you, now you, since you over your mouth, you got to go. You got to make it happen. Got to make it happen. So look for a big game from Justin Reed. Not that I saying. think the the uh, the Hurst Reed matchup is the marquee matchup in the uh, no in the receiver defender department. No, but right? but you know, no. but to, you know, then too, if you're playing that far off the ball, if I'm a safety. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, because you're 13 yards off the ball, sometimes deeper. Yeah, right. Very rarely you're going to be in the mix of a play. Very rarely. If you're a corner, <laughs> you know, then it's a different story. Because if I was the corner and I'm going to Jamar Chase, if I start talking smack, I better back it up. Because he's right there corner, in your face. Yeah, yeah left yeah. corner. He's he's a right receiver. That's that's the, the pinnacle position. Right. So, yeah. And we really haven't seen this since Frank Clark in the playoffs back in the Super Bowl run when the Chiefs won. Like, Frank Clark could talk to smack, mm-hmm. but then he backed it up. That, and oh, then he cashed yeah. that check <laughs> and let him know after the game, like, hey, you know, I went on this. But he's the one that I remember the most that – for Derrick Henry, and then yeah. cashed it. Right, yeah. For with Derrick Henry, he said we're yep. gonna stop this guy, and they went out and there and had like sixty nine yards. Is that the or big, the yeah. big cardboard check? You you cash that one? Is that it? 
The big, the big check. Yeah. Okay. It's a huge, yeah. huge. I would check. say you can go ahead and level them, but I don't want to open a Pandora's no, box as far as your head, where, where, your, where your placement of your head has to be to be targeted. You're not. Yeah. Mark. This well, is such a perception game, too, though. You win this game, and the perception changes. I think nationally, where people finally start to realize we got a good football team. Well, no, I, I tell you, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that, Bob. Because I, I mean, I travel all over the country. It's funny you mentioned now over the last pretty much two weeks, maybe three, two and a half weeks, three weeks, people were writing off the Chiefs. They weren't saying much about him. They're still talking about Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And since Buffalo fell down a little bit, now they, they won yesterday. But And I, I think if I'm with an organization, I'd like, hey, just forget about us. Keep talking about the other teams. Keep talking about it. Now, Chiefs win this game. It's going to be even more magnified that, hey, this is a team to beat. You got to go through Arrowhead to go anywhere in the AFC. So, yeah, I, I, I like where they're at. If the Chiefs win this game, forget about it. You know, they're 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 the, really the front runners. Yep. Rarely does a team at the top, you know, get those press clippings to motivate them. The Chiefs had it all to begin mm-hmm. the season. Rarely does that happen to a team that's been the four straight, you know, AFC title games. Remind me of fifteen Royals a little bit because everybody was talking good and like throwing flowers at their feet. And Christian Cologne, had, I think he came on with, with the station here and he had said. There was one article one guy wrote, and that was their bulletin board material because they had to find that one guy that wrote something <laughs> negative about the rules. But everybody was downplaying the Chiefs. This, this team carries a chip on its shoulder, like mm. I mentioned, like no, nothing else. This whole team does. I mean, they don't show it like with Andy Reid and stuff, but they carry a chip, and the fans do as well. But to have a great team and then give them a chip as well, it's why Nick Saban gets all excited when people downplay Alabama because they never do. Right. And then when they finally do, he, he like, takes hey, it. Bring, like Mark bring, said. It, bring it on. We'd like to use that. We don't yeah, have that. It's often. better to stay <laughs> in the background, kind of let yep. everybody talk about everybody else because give the Chiefs fuel because obviously they like it. Have now, you ever been in a spot where you had to create fake motivation or a coach created fake motivation because everything was going so well? You know what? I, I, no, no. And I, I'll, I won't take too much of your time, but no. When you have a real good team, you know you're good. Yeah, sometimes that, that little motivating factor of uh, bulletin board stuff helps a bit. But when you got a good team, you got a good team. That was one time I'm with the Chiefs. My, I think my first year in 90, 94, I think. And one of the, the periodicals came out and they had the Chiefs uh, coming in seventh in a four team division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they lost Albert Lewis, uh, Kevin Ross, and a lot of other guys. And, right. So some of one of these articles came out that said um, the Chiefs were coming seventh, and, and Marty was as, Marty was a great coach, and you know, I'll leave it there. But um, he he used that as motivation, and we did pretty good. I mean, I think we came in, I think we came in first that year. I think nine and what was it nine and seven? Either that year or the year, year after, one of those years. And and we were good. He, well, that's sometimes that happens, uh-huh. and we knew we had a. I think we had a good team. But sometimes you need a little motivation to make it better. Little, but little in New York, we had great teams, so we we, <laughs> we need that kind of motivation. Right. Yeah. Binkley, what's this one for you come down to? I think it comes down to can they pressure Joe Burrow, make him feel uncomfortable? Because I, I know it sounds simple, like Peyton Manning, but literally when you rattled him and he got uncomfortable, he just wasn't as good. And I know it sounds simple. You rattle any quarterback, they're not as good. But can you make Joe Burrow not feel comfortable? Because if he feels comfortable, you can take an average quarterback, and if they're comfortable in the pocket, they can complete passes, it moved the team down the field. This team is extremely good in the red zone. I know we've been talking red zone. I heard you guys with Mitch talking red zone. But that's what something they're really good at is scoring in the red zone. Put pressure on Joe Burrow, and can they get it from the front without you know the back? Because, again, they the fifth most sacks in the NFL they've given up this year. They were number one last year. 
It's what they do. It's what they give up. Take advantage of it. I would, I would love they could get after the quarterback this time. I, mm-hmm. I think, and I, and I like that aspect of it too. We talked about, we talked about the uh, Mahomes second half and how that's weighed on him in the in the last meeting. I just like that everybody had a piece of it. Chris Jones has a big piece of well, it. Look at they Herbert. Didn't, they, they didn't get after. Yeah. They didn't they get good. after. It was completing second half, different story. The yeah. first game. Go, go hit him. Go, yeah. go get pressure on him. I love that the defense has a little motivation as well. It's not just the offensive side. It feels like they let that one down. There are plenty of defensive players go. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do this. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that it's all packed together in one nice little revenge burger. Yeah, I, I think I think this game, like the, the two previous games against Cincinnati. I think the Chiefs just need to keep the, the pedal, the foot on the gas. I, I really do. It, it's going to be the same thing, you know. The Chiefs going to get up. I, I I do believe it's going to happen like they did in Cincinnati last year, and then at home here in the playoffs. Just keep going. I think the defense is better this year, mm-hmm. all around. Uh, just score, just score, and don't let these guys come back. Don't take your foot off the gas. Just do what you do. I think the Chiefs are more balanced this year. They run the ball probably maybe. Six percent more, seven percent, maybe ten percent more than they did last year. Just run the ball if you when you need to. Don't get all cute and just do what you do. Just go win the game. See, that's the thing though with Andy. Like he doesn't want to just destroy somebody. <laughs> you know, it seems like all right, we're up eighteen. Let me not embarrass this guy. But you got to have that mentality though. You yeah. got to because this is almost the NFL is almost like the NBA. I was watching a game with the Lakers the other night. They who they beat somebody they one won? Yeah, well, yeah, they won eight games now. Wow, I'm a Laker fan. I'm, I'm, but anyway, <laughs> they were like what, like one forty two to one thirty two. It was almost like the the, uh, the All Star game in NBA. Yeah, <laughs> when you got somebody down, you better keep them down, especially a team like either Buffalo or Cincinnati, because they could come back on you if you if you just try to you know throttle back a little bit. Yeah, and it happens fast, yeah, man. And then it gets I out feel of like control. It's, it's the fool me twice, not a third time aspect. Maybe you get you get you get a lead this go around. I think you are keeping you got. Yeah. I think you are keeping the throttle down more than maybe you, you did. Took like, off the gas, obviously yeah. against the Rams at the end. That game should have been you know thirty well, yeah. points. I would have saved four more cents at High V on gas had they done it. But they <laughs> gave the ball eight times in a row to Pacheco yeah. instead of letting Mahomes throw it. They. McVeigh needs to send Andy Reid a Christmas card. <laughs> Andy Reid was very nice to him at the end of the game. But you knew that game wasn't going to get out of here. I know, but that, right? that game, I mean, if they if they tried to score at the end, which he didn't, but that was a classic right. move by Andy sure. Reid, but he clearly could have, you know, tried to put it to the Rams there. Yeah, the but, the, but the Rams couldn't come back. Their quarterback the situation was different. Right. Same with Tennessee. It's different. But Tennessee's defense was good. Oh, God, so, yeah. That defensive front for Tennessee yeah, is a good. beast. <laughs> so all the different yeah. dynamics. Whoo. All right, before we let you go, you guys go to a little prediction here? Sure. All right, it's time for our NFL uh, picks brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. Bank. Going 31-28 to Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it's another close game, and why wouldn't it be? All the Chiefs games against good opponents are close to come down to a field goal to Harrison Butker. I'm going 31 to 20. I will save 31 cents on gas on Monday. I like, I like the way you're thinking. What do you That's got, smart. Mark? That's smart. I got 35-27 Kansas City. Uh, I just think this team is well balanced. We can get it done. I don't believe my score, but I'm going with Mitch, and we need to turn the. You're going to do it. We need to turn right. the tables. He gave us a 24-19 stat that's yep. happened a couple times in the wrong direction. So 24-19 in the correct direction. All right, in Cincinnati. I like the way you're going. <laughs> I don't I... know how the math's going to work on that one. The origami or whatever you're talking about. Like, yes. Origami. I don't know how that's going to work, but. Uh, 24-19 Chiefs. All right, I'm going 35 nothing Chiefs. Oh, I, I, think, I think Joe yeah. Burrow gets sacked 60 coming. times in this game on Sunday. 20 of them by Chris Jones. 84? 
35 for the number of times. Was yeah. it Joe Burrow's been The last time we I think it was. The, I think it was the Bengals. Cincinnati is the year before the Royals won Yeah, so the Royals won two World Championships since we last won in Cincinnati. Last time they won in Cincinnati. 42-38 Chiefs. Is that? 42-38. It's a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah. I changed. I gave, I gave a little gave more a little, credit to what Burrow was it this week. 42-14 every week. Oh, 14. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think it's going to be a shootout. So you're, a little, you're a little nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. That would equate to you being a I'm little nervous. bit nervous a about nervous. this. I'm a little nervous. You don't mess with a scorn player or whatever that saying is. I yeah. tried to figure out all and week. that scorn player is Chris one. Jones. Chris Jones or Patrick Mahomes yep. or all of them. Or all of them. Uh, Mark Collins, good to see you again. Thanks for coming in. Sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, Chiefs ambassador, two-time Super Bowl champ. Always good to have him in studio. And Jay you going to be ambassadoring anything this weekend? You no, any, I have nothing. Uh, I'm kissing I'm, babies, shaking nah, hands. Or anything like that. <laughs> he leads Sean Barber. You and Barber are going to go. You, you yeah. going to drive Barber around or no? Like that? No, all right. <laughs> no. no. Sean drives me around. <laughs> yeah. I'm the older guy. There you go. There you go, Barber. You heard it. And uh, Jay Bakley is coming up with uh, with Cody and Gold, correct? Yeah, and right. then the Arrowhead Pride post game show after the game, right here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Yeah, in two straight weeks, we get you uh, early. That's right. That's that's the way you should do it. Early game. Yeah, early game. No, 3 o'clock games are now early games. They are. They are. We flex cling right out of that. That's right. Uh, Jens, thank you for stopping by. It's the roundtable brought to you by uh, Kansas Lottery. He is uh, Fesco's biggest fan each and every week. He listens to the show. He takes copious notes, and he delivers what we learned. It's Billy Coons. What we learned brought to you by Jay's Southland Toe. Well, this is Billy Coons. This is what we learned on Fesco in the morning for this week on Monday. Bob and Josh recapped the win for the Kansas City Chiefs against the bad L.A. Rams team as the Chiefs struggled on offense in the red zone, but the defense is outstanding as always. And Bob and Josh laughed hard at the Denver Broncos losing to a very bad Carolina Panthers team 23-10. And Bob and Josh were upset with Kansas City Chiefs special teams coach Dave Tobe for keeping Sky Moore out there as a punt returner. On Tuesday, Bob and Josh say the Chiefs have signed Melvin Gordon to the practice squad. And Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride joined the show to discuss the sightings of Brian Edwards and Melvin Gordon. Also, Bob and Josh discussed Deion Sanders being uh, contacted by the Colorado Buffaloes for their head coaching position. On Wednesday, we learned the game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos has been moved to Sunday at 3.05 instead of uh, the primetime night game, and they're blaming Russell Wilson because he's been awful. Also, Bob and B-Dub discussed their favorite road trip growing up in Poor Iowa, Josh. He is upset that his uh, son at age 16 has had more jobs uh, than anybody he's ever known, and he got a new job, and and couldn't find but only one pair of pants to wear and they were too small and too tight and finally they can uh he convinced i with josh and his wife to get him a new pair of uh, pants and bob and josh were shocked to hear that salvador perez doesn't follow kansas city royals on instagram but he does follow chicago white Sox because he's close to the new uh manager of the white Sox of the skipper uh pedro grafalt on Thursday, Bob and Josh spoke to you Mo Eggers it. from Cincinnati ESPN 1530 discussing the Bengals in last year's Super Bowl and surprising everyone and this year's team at 7-4. And the question is, will Jamar Chase be back for the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend? And Bob and Josh discussed Salvador Perez listening to the show yesterday. And Bob and Josh say NCAA is going to a 12-team playoff 
starting the 2024, and I was, Josh was upset that the Rose Bowl would allow this. And we learned Iowa Josh's survivor pick this week is the Kansas City Chiefs over the Cincinnati Bengals as he hates the Bengals. And finally, we learned Iowa Josh, he's an expert on furniture recliners to use and uh, sit on. Great week to listen to Jed Marshall, B-Dub Iowa Josh, and the legend of sports radio, Legend Bob. Talk to you later. Billy was on fire this week. He was really good. Uh, Billy was week. on fire. Speaking of on he fire, was, did Drew close. Brees get struck by lightning? No, he's denied it. He's oh, denied it. Okay. He's, yeah. There was a story that was Drew Brees would, would be uh, would was struck by lightning. Right. But uh, don't worry, Drew Brees is just fine. Just texted his wife, all good, according okay. to Chase Daniel. Okay. Chase Daniel, Chase now, Daniel reporting, now reporting the story. Now reporting, Drew Brees was not. Yeah. Okay, that's good news. Now, what was the story? He was shooting a commercial. Shooting or a commercial got struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. Have the police apprehended Antonio Brown yet? I saw earlier this morning they were still waiting for him to come out of the house. I, oh, oh, he was in the house. This was. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they hadn't arrested him yet. Well, I know they hadn't arrested him, but they were literally outside the house. Kind I think. Of thing. Well, where else is he? I guess, man. Yeah, like there was. I thought the, it was like a. He's had the waiting inside the house issues before. Oh yeah. Why don't they just go in and get him? That's, that's, that's what we're wrapping on. Drew Brees struck by lightning. Antonio Brown. <laughs> Have a safe trip to Cincinnati. Don't eat the chili because I don't want to smell your farts on Monday. Oh, looking forward to a flight to Cincinnati. Why do you say Rather it? than a drive. Oh, it still may not happen. I, no, you I'm, drive. I, you know, you don't jinx it until well, you know, you're up in the air. Going. Wheels up, then you're good uh, to go. 325, the uh, start time. I'll join Mitch and Dayton. Dayton. Mitch and Dayton on the call. <laughs> I got a new job, did he? <laughs> did, I think, but not, not, not oh, as yeah, the Chiefs color analyst. Yeah, Chiefs color analyst, Dayton Hughes. I'll join them on the broadcast. Uh, 325, the kickoff. Noon, a pregame on 106.5 The Wolf. And... <laughs> right here on 610 Sports Radio. If you missed any of the show all week long, you can always catch up. 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. Cody and Gold, it's uh, Gold and Binkley today from 10 to 2, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Talk to you later. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.